Hello everyone, Krista and Hannah here with a brief message before we start the episode. We are on the third season of Keys to Music Learning and we have loved every second. Talking about audiation-based piano instruction is a passion of ours, if you couldn't tell, and we thank you for listening and keeping us going. We recently launched the Keys to Music Learning community. Similar to Patreon, this is a way to support the podcast and access bonuses, such as opportunities to attend podcast recordings and monthly meetings so you can pick our brains with your questions, share your successes, and connect with other teachers. Become a silent partner for only $3 a month or, to access the bonuses, a friend of the podcast for $5 a month. Join today at musiclearningacademy.com slash keys to music learning community. The link will be in our show notes. Thank you all for listening and enjoy the podcast. Welcome to Keys to Music Learning. I'm Hannah Mayo of Hannah Mayo Music. And I'm Christy Yadro of Music Learning Academy. Join us as we discuss common goals and challenges in the piano studio and offer research-based ideas and solutions to guide every one of your students to reach their full musical potential with audiation. Today is our last episode in the series on informal guidance with beginner piano students. As a recap, we covered the importance of informal guidance, what it is, and what it looks like in piano lessons with activity time, performance pieces, and improvisation. Many of the activities and clips you heard involved young students, so you may be wondering, what does this look like if I start a student at age 9, 15, or even as an adult? For me, teaching older beginners and adults is really about taking everything I have ever learned about teaching children and repackaging it so that the older students are getting the same important fundamentals without feeling like they are being treated like little kids. Exactly. Well said. So today, Hannah and I are going to cover the three main informal guidance activities, activity time, performance pieces, and improvisation, and how they can be included in lessons in a way appropriate for older students. And remember our definition from Dr. Gordon, because the same ideas apply to older students. We're leading them to musical understanding by providing rich musical experiences, including tonalities, meters, and patterns. We're using performance pieces to apply patterns, practice technique, and learn keyboard geography. And also, we're encouraging exploration and improvisation in a supportive environment. Before we dive in, I just want to mention that Krista and I recorded a Q&A session answering your questions about teaching older beginners. And we will be sure to put the link in the show notes, or you can check it out on the Music Learning Academy YouTube channel. Yes, if you haven't listened to that already, then it's the perfect follow-up to this episode. So let's do it. Informal guidance with older beginners. First, activity time. It's important to include the exposure and interaction with tonalities, meters, and patterns, but this is not going to look the same as with your four- and five-year-old students. I can get away with asking a 9- or 10-year-old beginner to do a silly movement, but it might not fly with most teens or adults. So instead, focus on movements that might be familiar and slowly move into bigger movements with flow, weight, space, and time. 
Here's an example of an activity time that I may do with an adult using the same songs and chant that I used in the previous activity time episode. Feel free to move with me. Let's do some stretches. First, let's roll our shoulders. Ba-da-dum, bum, ba-da-dum, bum. Ba-da-dum, bum, ba-da-dum. Ba-da-dum, bum, ba-da-dum, bum. Ba-da-dum, bum, ba-da-dum, bum. Keep your shoulders moving and let's add our elbows. Ba-da-dum, bum, ba-da-dum, bum. Ba-da-dum, bum, ba-da-dum. Ba-da-dum, bum, ba-da-dum, bum. Ba-da-dum, bum, ba-dum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. Let's add our arms. Ba-da-da-dum, ba-da-da-dum. Ba-da-dum, bum, ba-da-dum. Ba-da-da-dum, ba-da-da-dum, ba-da-dum, bum, ba-dum, bum. Let's keep the macro beat in our heels. Do, do. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-
Let's draw a circle with one hand in the air. Bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bum bum. Bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bum bum bum. We can draw a circle with the other hand. Bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bum bum. Bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bottom bum bottom bum bum. It's important to understand your teen or adult student's comfort level with singing, chanting, and movement. Stretching might be too much for them, but we also don't want to assume your older beginner won't be ready to just jump right in. They might come to that first lesson ready to sing, chant, and move. So meet your student where they are, support them, provide some positive reinforcement, and guide them to gradually do more if needed and when they're ready. Teaching older beginners and adults has really pushed me to explore what I call my seated flow. And there are certainly times when I ask the students to stand, but lately I've been trying to get them to engage in more flow movements, even if very minimal, while seated too. The more ways I can squeeze it in, the better. And small movements like rolling the shoulders or doing head circles, those are body awareness and those are flowing movements. They also feel good and can be disguised as ways to just kind of warm up our body and release tension before we go to the piano. Excellent points about releasing tension. (laughs) Remember the whale shark from a couple of episodes ago? I'm about to play a clip of a warm-up tutorial video that I made for my beginner piano class at the University of Louisiana at Lafayette. Go Cajuns! In this video, I'm using the whale shark, but now it's called Keyboard Warm-Up A26. And all the student can see in the video is a keyboard map and me playing the piece. Warm-Up A26. Do day. Do day ready play now. In keyboard warm-up A26, your middle fingers are on these two black keys, S1 and S2. If you're looking at the lowest groups of three black keys here and here, all the way to the left of the piano, you are on the middle black key of those two three black key groups. And then you're going to bring your pointer fingers in to the two black keys in between to finish the pattern. So remember to always prepare your hand shape before beginning. Establish duple meter. Do, day, do, day. Here we go. Repeat that. to be silent and audiate in your mind quietly. 
And then you will play the pattern on the piano one more time. So that whole thing is do day do day here we go now And that is keyboard warm up A26. My virtual class piano students would get their two warm up tutorial videos on a Monday and then come to Zoom class on Wednesday and play them for a partner critique. And I would also play the duet part during class and invite them to play along with me if they were able. And many of the duet parts are in tonalities other than major and minor and provide informal guidance on a variety of tonalities. So if they aren't quite ready to play with me, I'll still play both parts for them to hear. And I tend to use this as an opportunity to really drive home a technical aspect like hand shape or using the whole hand arm finger unit to play piano keys like you heard in the clip. In a one-on-one -on -one piano lesson, you could have the keyboard games book open to the piece you want your student to play for a warm-up, and you could fold a piece of paper over the title and the notation, so that the only thing your student can see is the keyboard map and the boxes with rhythm patterns, dynamics, and tempo indications. We cover up the title so that they aren't distracted by the childlike nature of the titles and what that might mean for them. And more importantly, we cover up the teacher's notation of the pieces because if it's sitting there so often, the older beginner is going to get distracted trying to decode what's going on in that notation and it will stifle their audiation development. For my particular class, during the first six weeks of the semester, they got two warm-ups a week along with their other assignments for a total of 12 keyboard game pieces. The download for today's episode includes those 12 pieces I chose and also some modifications for some students that can handle it. I really love using these pieces to get people playing and thinking about technique and rhythm patterns and also playing in ensemble with me. Sometimes I teach the duet part to them, and they end up playing the student and the duet part together as a two-handed solo. That's pretty advanced, but if you're working with a large variety of adult learners, like I am in a piano class, it's great to have that to offer those students that can handle a lot. And if they can't, you have simpler options too. That's really the great thing about these pieces. You remove the title, and at their core, they are still a collection of very well-sequenced keyboard geography and technique exercises that are fun to play and provide room to be as simple or as advanced as you need them to be. You don't have to use all the pieces. I selected very specific pieces to use at specific times in the first six weeks of our semester. And with a private student, you could do as many as you like or as many as you need to. I also find myself thinking of these warm-up pieces as a gauge for what the student can already naturally do or not do. 
I really like using them in the first few months of lessons because it can give you a sense of the individual student and their abilities using these simple low stress playing activities. If they're getting the pieces with no problem, maintaining a steady pulse, playing with good hand shape, using the whole arm, and they can play along with the duets with ease, then maybe you do a handful of keyboard games as warm-ups for a few weeks, maybe a month, and then move on. If you find that they're showing signs of being in music babble, where they can't sing in tune, don't always keep a steady pulse, and are not coordinating their body movements easily, play more of them. There are so many ways to individualize instruction in the Music Moves for Piano method. So we've covered activity time and performance pieces. That leaves the ever so important improvisation. This word can be intimidating to older students at first. It was intimidating to me for years. And honestly, if I can be honest, even though I know I can do it, I still get very anxious about it. Maybe not so much if I'm in a group with my students, but definitely in a group with adults. So create a supportive environment. Give lots of ideas if needed. Accept all creations. And remember, it's not about right or wrong. It's a time to explore, create, have fun, and start to develop confidence with musical expression and comfort at the piano. There are many improvisation activities that I do with young students that are already appropriate and fun for older beginners. For example, improvising with a rhythm pattern. Here is a clip of an adult student improvising with a duple meter pattern. Repeat after me. Do day, do day, do day, do. Do day, do day, do day, do. Now play it on one key. Ready, play. Yeah, we're going to take that pattern and we're going to do some different things on the piano with it. So let's go to the high register. And can you play that pattern using any keys? Do day, do day, ready, play. Nice. And how about the lower register? Do day, do day, ready, play. Very nice. This time, can you use a soft fist? And you can use random keys. You can use. keys that your fists touch, black or white. Do day, do day, ready, play. Yeah, so pick loud or soft. Loud. And where on the piano? Uh, high register. All right, I want you to improvise something loud in the high register. You want to use the same pattern or a different one? The same. All right, do day, do day, ready, play. I liked it. Okay. All right, let's pick something else. One more. Do you want to play fast or slow? Slow. And where on the piano? Right in the middle. And do you want to pick loud or soft? Uh, soft. Soft. So soft, slow, same pattern or a different pattern? Same pattern. Soft, slow. Do day, do day, ready, play. So I can't lie, that was my husband, Brian, who doesn't currently take lessons, but should. 
I often hear him answer questions in the next room when I'm teaching lessons. Talk about acculturation. So I may have to ask him for more clips in the future just so I can sneak some more piano into his life. In this activity, we echoed a rhythm pattern, we played it on one key, and then used it to improvise with different performance controls. You can definitely keep it fun and playful with adult students. And the same way we ask young students to change their pieces after they learn them, you can have older beginners and adult students learn pieces and then change them. I have students change everything they play, whether a keyboard game piece, a rote solo, a familiar tune, anything. Play it in a different place on the piano. Change the dynamic or the articulation. Rearrange the phrases. Play it backwards or upside down or with a different starting note. The possibilities are endless. And you can also do my favorite medleys, mashups, and any kind of arrangement you can imagine. Just like we talked about in the last episode, I have had adult students make some really interesting mashups and really interesting arrangements of pieces. And I'm going to play one for you now. This is a mashup of the two boogie pieces from Keyboard Games B, Lowdown Boogie and Flint Street Boogie. They are great acculturation to the 12-bar blues form. In this clip, the student plays each boogie as it is written and then does some fun mashing up. Another fun creation to wrap up our series on informal guidance, audiation-based piano instruction for beginners of all ages. Don't forget to follow up with the Teaching Older Beginners Q&A on the Music Learning Academy YouTube channel. Hannah and I answered some wonderful questions that were submitted by you. We will make sure to put the link and also the download in the show notes. Also, you have one more week to use the code informal guidance for $50 off the keyboard games comprehensive course. The code expires on April 21st. We hope you enjoyed our informal guidance series and look forward to diving into formal instruction in our next episodes. Thanks so much. And we'll see you soon.